Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. It's time once again to check in with our friends at Blue Earth County here on Talk of the Town. It's Lisa Kay, and I've got Bob Meyer on the phone, Blue Earth County Administrator. Bob, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me today. Well, thanks for coming on. We've got a, a big holiday coming up here. I assume that uh, we're going to talk about offices being closed. Do you have any good plans for yourself, maybe? Do you get a day off? I do. Uh, Monday, the offices are closed here in the county, but uh, no major plans right now. Well, I hope you get some relaxed time. That's certainly deserved. Uh, I know kids are heading back to school. That means, I mean, we've got back to school. We've got road construction season. So as the buses are driving around, uh, what are they driving around on? Let's talk a little bit about the construction updates since the last time that we kind of covered this and find out where we are. Sure. Well, we're getting down to the last few months of our construction season, so I thought I'd provide an update on a few of our projects. Um, County Road 16, which is Stoltzman Road heading south, um, from County Road 90 south to the LaSua River, uh, that uh, particular section of County Road uh, is still being worked on. Um, I was by there this weekend, and they've made some really good um, progress on that uh, project. And so uh, the roadway is paved, and crews are working on final ditch shaping and turf establishment. Um, So they've got a few things left to do. They need to put a final pavement service uh, in place, uh, put in some signage and striping, Uh, All those things still need to be completed. But if the project stays on schedule and the weather forecast is positive for that, uh, we think we'll be able to reopen the road within the next couple of weeks. So that uh, is really nice to see that project uh, getting close to completion. How are we coming on County Road 26 uh, from 22 to Riverfront? Yeah, this is a section of road that runs uh, north from, or east rather, from uh, uh, Riverfront Drive uh, to Highway 22. So starting down by uh, North Riverfront Drive and east of Fairway Drive, where um, the storm sewer has been installed in that section, and uh, we're in the process of putting in the concrete curb and gutter. I'm hoping to do that yet this week. And then the other section, which is from east of Fairway Drive to Premier Drive, um, the existing pavement has now been removed, and the storm sewer installation continues from west to east. So, if again, if everything stays on schedule and uh, the weather cooperates, this overall project um, should be completed in early October of this year. Was that something that, is it being replaced, or is it a brand new storm sewer? Um, I believe it's new storm sewer. There's some, um, that area has some drainage issues, and I know our engineer worked uh, closely with uh, property owners there to try and figure out how to get that um, water down into the ravines in a way that uh, didn't cause any further erosion kind of on the North River front end of the project. All right. And then, so 15... Uh, south and east of Mankato was closed for some sort of a replacement recently? Yeah, so we replaced a box culvert, which is a form of a bridge. It was um, just a simple 
get in there, remove the old, um, and replace it. So that project actually happened very quickly, and uh, we were able to reopen that uh, county road to traffic last Friday. So anybody traveling County Road 15 um, should be free and clear at this point. Is there any work that can be done if it rains, or does all work stop? Well, it depends on how much and where they're at kind of on the project. But for the most part, it's tough um, to work when conditions are wet. Um, This year, obviously, again, like last year with the drought we've been experiencing, has been really good for road construction. Our projects have been able to uh, be done more timely. A few years back when we had a lot of moisture, we really struggled to get projects done in the construction season we can go until maybe the middle of november and uh, there were years where that was a real struggle to wrap up projects before things froze up yeah yeah you're waiting for ground to freeze and it's kind of interesting when i think about it how uh, much depends on the weather and you know when the farmers need the the water (laughs) maybe that's not so good for the roads i don't (laughs) the road construction Um, you know we'd like a nice balance yeah we do Obviously, with our projects, um, plan for some weather days in the overall schedule. But, uh, you know, to have these projects being completed in uh, September and October is a little bit unusual. So we've been fortunate in that regard. Like you say, our farming community has suffered a little bit as a result of the lack of moisture. Well, I noticed that there's a lot of goings-on with Kelly and the gang down at the library, at the Blue Earth County Library. A lot of kids were in with the summer reading program, which is great, designed really to just kind of keep those kids involved in reading and learning so they don't lose any skills over the summer when they go back to school. We're kind of seeing the results of that right now. Well, that's right. Um, You know, we've operated a summer uh, learning program for many years, but this year, again, we had over 1,300 children that signed up for that program, which is really great to see. Um, We know that uh, keeping kids engaged in learning over the summer helps them when they return back to school in the fall. So this year, you know, most of our Tuesday and Thursday children events had attendance uh, numbers that went into the hundreds, so that was uh, great (laughs) to see. And then we also started some uh, tween events, you know, for those older youth that um, still like to participate in events, and we averaged over 30 kids uh, participating in those events, so we're really quite happy with the attendance numbers that we saw this summer. You get a lot of public support for this program, always do. There's some sponsors that jump in with the community um, and just really help with different things. What kind of things do they help with? Well, um, they really have been great to work with. They really have provided funding that supports the programs to make sure that we have um, prizes for the kids and activities and um, you know we really do um, rely heavily on those donations to make these programs successful and so we really do want to send a, a thank you out to all those small businesses and community partners that support our programs. And if you don't have a library card, September is your month because it is uh, it's library card sign up month and it's free and it's easy. That's right. Uh, We do want to get that word out that uh, 
we do have um, September as our uh, library uh, card sign-up month, and so we have a lot of fun activities that are planned in September, but we also have a, a number of um, plans in place for October and for Halloween. So if you don't have a library card, now would be a great time to sign up. I know one of my friends, Justin Eck, has been working on a big project for you guys as well. Yeah, we've actually had a lot of activity in terms of um, improving uh, the facility. And so uh, one thing that uh, has had some recent media coverage is the new outdoor mural uh, created by Justin Eck with the help of community partners. And we did get a very generous donation from the late Marianne Waldron. She had a home that she donated to the county, which we ended up selling and are using those proceeds to um, invest in our library. And so uh, we encourage people to come take a look at this uh, uh, building. We've, you can drive down Main Street and see the mural that's been installed on the exterior of the building. But we've also made uh, plans for some interior renovations of the children's portion of the library. And that'll match some of the improvements that have been made on the adult side. And so if folks haven't been uh, into the library in the last few years, we encourage people to stop down and check out, um, you know, the renovations that have been made. It's, uh, um, I think, improvement to what uh, used to be in place. Uh, We're very proud of that building and have continued to make uh, those investments to ensure that the community uh, is proud of having a community library like the Blue Earth County Library. It is a great space. Our guest on Talk of the Town today is Bob Meyer, the Blue Earth County Administrator. And uh, in addition to giving updates on the roads and the libraries, other things going on, I noticed uh, that we're going to talk about the school referendum that's coming up. I've had Paul Peterson in here, so we've kind of talked at length about what's going on from the school board side. Uh, how does that relate to the county? Well, um, we have entered into an agreement with uh, the school district to provide the elections administration part of that referendum. Um, The school district uh, could run the election on their own, but um, they recognize that the county has been the um, administrator of elections uh, and um, general elections, and so they reached out to us to see if we would be willing to conduct the election on their behalf. And so um, we're um, agreeable to providing those resources to make sure that this election goes off um, without a hitch. And so the reason that gets mentioned now is um, voters in the Mankato School District, which what does include some uh, residents in Nicollet County, um, could be getting uh, uh, absentee ballots from Blue Earth County mm-hmm. regarding um, this two-question facility bond referendum. And those might be showing up in the next uh, three to four weeks. Uh, the election day for the referendum is November 7th. Um, and so if folks do want to vote absentee, that will um, happen here at the Blue Earth County Historic Courthouse, whether you're um, um, you know, interested in voting in person or absentee, you'll have to kind of figure out where the um, polling place is for this particular election. 
I'm sure we'll be talking about that as we get a little bit closer to that election date in November as well. Yeah, there'll be a lot more information coming out, but it's going to look a little different just because of uh, the school district boundaries don't match up, obviously, with the county boundaries. Right, right. A couple of counties involved there. Um, So homeowners in Blue Earth County might qualify for property tax refunds as we head towards that season. Uh, What do we need to know about that? Well, Minnesota has offered a property tax refund program for many years, so we just wanted to remind listeners about that, um, especially homeowners in Blue Earth County that may qualify for a property tax refund from the state. It's important, I think, for the listeners to know that um, the 2023 legislature uh, did increase the benefits for the current refund period. And so we're trying to encourage property taxpayers to check their eligibility, even if they haven't qualified in previous years. Um, Some of the qualifications that are needed uh, to to get this uh, property tax refund is you must own and occupy the home as of January 2nd of 2023. And then you have to have uh, your home classified as a homesteaded property. Um, There are two programs that your uh, listeners may qualify for. Um, The one is a a regular refund, which is based on your property tax amount and your household income, which must be less than $128,280 after some um, subtractions to that income. And those are outlined in the tax uh, form itself. Or there's a special refund program, which is based on your property taxes increasing more than 6% and at least $100 from 2022 to 2023. You must, in those cases, have owned and lived in your home for those years, and the increase cannot be due to improvements that have been made to that property. Mm, Okay. And these programs are open to homeowners statewide, so um, folks um, should probably take a look at that since there have been some changes. There also is a similar program that exists for renters who may qualify based on the rent paid, their household income, and a number of uh, dependents. So has the deadline to file for refunds, it's already passed, isn't it? It has. It it was August 15th, but um, under these new rules, um, filers can file up to one year late. So it's not too late, even though, you know, the deadline technically has passed, but it's kind of a rare opportunity to still um, file even up to one year later. I know that you mentioned, you know, some of the qualifications, but if we're not sure what the rest of them are or if we would qualify, is there a place you can direct us um, that we would go get some more information on this? Sure. You can just go to the Minnesota Department of Revenue website and I'm sure they have a search bar and type in property tax refunds and that information should uh, show up for your listeners. All right. Minnesota Department of Revenue website for that. For all the other things that we talked about today, uh, the best place to go is probably your website. That's right. Uh, That's at www.blueearthcountymn.gov. All right. We're going to direct people that way. And you know what? Have a good rest of the month. We're almost almost there. (laughs) Almost there. Thank uh, you. You as well. Yeah. We'll talk to you in September. Thank you so much, Bob. Sounds good. Bye.